0: To episode 209 of shalin on Batman, I am your host Justin Shandlin. We have Kyle Davis, boy, and a special guest from down under, Drew Keys, boy. <laughs> he's not actually from Australia. How you but, doing, mate? But he he is he's living in the state that's most like Australia, Indiana, right?
1: The 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 current frozen tundra of Indiana, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so in this episode, we're going to be talking about Aquaman two. I have not seen it. These two fine uh, young gentlemen have both talked me out of seeing this movie <laughs> multiple times. They said that in the first, that a baby pisses in Aquaman's mouth twice in the movie, not once but two times. Yep. So, um, I this is going to be fun for me. Because I've not seen this movie. I've only heard, you know, some little snippets here and there about Justin's it, you know. just
2: going to be asking a lot of questions as a, confu- a confused outsider. That's not going to make any sense when we give him answers. So, what actually happens in the movie?
0: Yeah. So, this is, like I said, this is going to be a review of Aquaman 2 The Lost Kingdom, but it sounds more like Aquaman 2 The Lost Screenplay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, let, I guess let's start with uh, let's start with Drew. Like, what what are your overall thoughts on Aquaman two in the Lost Kingdom? And then we'll, well get into like the you know what, what what the plot is, how much Amber Heard's in the movie, you know, Black Manta, Cordox, or whatever the hell his name is.
1: Like, well, I can start with at least one positive thing is I think Patrick Wilson saves us from being completely unwatchable. Um, he is so good. Well, in anything he's in, so I mean, he's great as Worm. Uh, so any any moments he's in, I kind of I have the opinion, of, and we can get into this later. But I have the opinion that most of the scenes he's in is part of the original film. It just seems like it's a, a lot smoother, a lot cleaner. Um, and but overall, it, it, it the scenes show. You you can tell, at least I could watching it that it was reshot. L. Um, that's uh, a lot of things had to change due to whether it was studio notes or the three different CEOs that WB had during the time that this movie was being made. Uh, there were just a lot of bizarre choices with characters. Uh, the CGI was not as good as it was the first time. It wasn't terrible. but It wasn't as good. Was good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, just, I just felt like it, it was... Um, worse on most every level with the exception of one uh, from the first movie is
0: that, like because i saw a couple scenes with black man and like his man mask like kind of moves whenever he speaks and that didn't happen in the first one is this movie a lot campier
2: um, it, it kind of feels like a live action version of like the uh the old aquaman cartoon oh
0: jesus
1: yeah i, I think that's a good call uh i, I, I know some of the some of the dialogue, particularly with Black Manta. Um, I mean, there's one particular scene where, uh, when he realizes that uh, Arthur uh, married Mara, uh, and he has a line where it's like, "Oh, you stole his kingdom and his woman," talking about Orm, and it, like it's just, it just it's just very much like, "Ah, eh, remember, remember the first movie." And I was like, "No, I actually don't remember that part of the first movie," but um, it, it, it it just it just felt like. Every five minutes, some studio head wrote a note saying, Do people remember this part? Or do people are people gonna understand this reference? And so it's overly explained, and it's typically black man to kind of give the
0: exposition. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh Jesus Christ. So um so this is the last film of the DCEU for you. Does it does it do the DCEU justice? Like as in like the last film because the the last film that that came out before this was blue beetle right and the film before that was the flash yeah and everyone kind of like tries to forget that that movie exists so where does this kind of like sit with you as the final you know i guess death nail of the dc extended universe
1: oh boy uh <laughs> it 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 fits in a certain way because it uh, the problems that plague the universe as a whole plague this movie. Um and it's it it's it's not it's not the it's not the worst DCE movie. I think that still probably goes to either 17 uh Justice League or uh the original Suicide Squad, but um at least for me. Uh but it 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 does it, it, it does feel like it misses on any of the if, if if Aquaman one was among the high points as far as just as, it's fun it's kinetic energy this one is on the flip side of that and it's it's closer it's I'd say it's closer to the end of, of uh, jL seventeen rather than Aquaman 18.
2: It's very peculiar because like this movie doesn't feel like it's aware it's the final one in the the series because <laughs> like the final scene of the actual movie, not not including the the mid credit scene, is Aquaman basically doing an, uh, an Iron Man one where he's like doing a press conference? He's like, "I am Aquaman," like he's announcing the presence of the uh, Atlanians to the world. It's like, oh, they, you know, that, that feels like it'd be a big setup for like a,
0: a sequel or something. But no, That's <laughs> what? So and so he's at the is he at the UN? Because I heard that that's because like yeah. that. So I heard that they that this they wanted to scrap that scene but they didn't really have an opportunity. There was no like real opportunity to get rid of that scene. Well like to be honest, like I heard this movie went through two or three different reshoots. A ton of money was spent. And that's why when James Wan says, you know, like we only spent like a couple days reshooting, I said, That is such bullshit. Because I had heard that, you know, when Uh, They were like the. When the Kilar – When Keelar greenlit it, like, there's that version of it. And then you have the Zasloff, Pam Abdi, uh, DeLuca, who wanted it different, like, certain ways. They wanted to bring Affleck back and everything. Um, Like, the Keaton stuff was Jason Keelar. The Affleck Batman was the um Mike DeLuca Pam Abdi and then you know the James Gunn James Gunn came in and like I don't I haven't heard it too much about like what he contributed or got rid of but it just sounds like sounds like no one was happy with any version that ever existed and that extensive shooting of the film like continued throughout so uh i don't know like i have no desire to see this movie i i'm curious like like maybe one day i'll catch up to it but like for for you kyle is this worth me going to spend money to go see like honestly
2: i'll, I'll tell you right now if you're gonna go through the effort of going out to the theater and spending money you're better off watching like godzilla or oppenheimer again uh don't don't watch aquaman <laughs> Yeah, see
1: Godzilla minus one. Uh, that that just that just is a blanket statement that is absolute fact no matter
0: what the case is. Watch Godzilla Minus One. <laughs> so what so Kyle, what are your overall thoughts on this film? I've not seen it. i like I said, like I like had an itching to go see it last weekend. I was like, all right, like so definitely. this might
2: surprise a lot of people listening, but I actually don't hate the movie. It, it's honestly not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh Jesus. It's still not a good movie, but I'm like compared to some of the other slop we got this year, I'm like, it's 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 watchable.
0: So of the of the three DC films that this year kind of like or this last year kind of like baked out. We get out of the four. There was four.
2: Wasn't uh Shazam this year?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that film. Um yeah,
2: so did everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you Zam,
0: the Flash. Honestly,
2: you... out of all four, I might put Aquaman at the top. Really? I I, I have other issues with the, like, I have a lot of issues of all of them, but I think Aquaman was the one I could just shut my brain off and just kind of, like, sit down and watch and be like, yeah, that's it's kind of funny. It's kind of humorous. The the actual sequences weren't half bad. Uh, CGI, not as good as it could have been, but I was like, it's... It's not hurting my eye holes like Flash was.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: I don't know. It's just like out of all the DC movies, this is the one I walked away like the least offended by (laughs) as a DC fan. I I
0: still haven't seen Blue Beetle, but even for Blue Blue Beetle?
2: I think Blue Beetle is just a little on the safe side. It was a little generic. Uh, It was okay, but like just being okay, it's not really good enough for a new character's introduction I feel like so
0: drew, drew same same question
1: um I, I like blue beetle a lot more than I did Aquaman um, I mean well I liked blue beetle I'll just throw that there um, uh, it, it I would agree that it probably was a little safe but that being said maybe Aquaman and flash probably should have played it a bit more safe than they did Um. My 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 head is arguing whether or not I like Shazam or Aquaman more. Um, Flash is at the bottom, unfortunately. I wanted to love that movie so bad, but it just it just didn't pan out. But um, I think of of the two, I, I I might even say Shazam's better because I think Zachary Levi's Shazam is a little bit more fun than Jason Momoa's Aquaman. But it's it's a toss up for me.
0: Like, like my, my thoughts on, you know, seeing those, I haven't seen Aquaman, but of those three that we talked about, you know, Shazam, Flash, I mean, I still haven't seen Blue Beetle either. So I guess I'm really behind the eight ball. But of the two films that I've seen of those, like where kind of like Shazam falls apart for me is like the, like last like 25 minutes of the film where it's kind of like, like once they get into like the stadium stuff and then like Wonder Woman comes back to like, spoiler to save uh, Shazam. Like it kind of like that sequence, like really just took like it it landed so horribly that it kind of like it kind of like showed more of the warts on its ass than it should have, just because that ending is so horrific. Like I don't like I don't know. I mean, there's obvious other issues that I have with Shazam. Like I think that there should have had more younger Billy Batson and less of the Zachary Levi version of that um and with the flash like i mean like i'd have to write a dissertation about all the negative things in that fucking movie um so for Kyle what did you like about this movie and what did you what what were the egregious things that you're just like scratching your head like what
2: uh, so the like the parts that I liked the least about the movie were there's a lot of the attempts at comedy. They did a lot of, uh, slapstick humor, as you could call it, where it's just like, oh, wacky zany thing is happening at the expense of a character. Like the, uh, aforementioned, like the baby pissing on Jason Momoa and, uh, some of the weird lines of dialogue, like, uh, black man being like, oh, you stole, you stole Orm's wife. Yeah, you you you, you you dog, you, you or whatever he was saying. <laughs> I don't know, so th- some of the attempts of at humor just were, uh, as the kids like to say, cringe. Um, but it's at the same time like I, it kind of went along with the movie. Like the whole thing felt like it was trying to be a cartoon, and sometimes it actually does land. Like I think a lot of the buddy cop uh, duo relations that were happening between uh, Jason Momoa and. King Orm and all that were actually pretty decent. Like I, I liked like the chemistry they had, and I thought uh, Black mana, even though there's this weird subplot where he gets like possessed by a a ghost of an old king or whatever, what? it's, it's, it's weird. But like I, for the it most was, part, I actually uh, liked uh, uh, Black Mana gets
0: possessed by a
2: ghost. That, that's Why? that's the plot of the movie. Is that uh, the plot of the movie? Is that like an ancient? Atlantean king gets released from his entrapment or whatever. And it's like, I'm going to possess black mana and then take over Atlantis again. So like that, that's like the main plot of the movie. (laughs) But despite that, I actually liked a lot of the black mana stuff. Like I think his, his continued quest for revenge against Aquaman is, you know, it makes sense. It was set up in the previous movie. Uh, His action sequences were pretty good. He looks great in the suit. So I, like whenever black man was on screen doing stuff I was like yeah I, yeah this this is what I wanted from the Aquaman sequel i'm 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 into this it's just the and, same it gets diluted a little bit by the other villain
0: who so the other villain being black man a ghost I think his name
2: was Cordax or something like that um but like basically he was a a, a king from one of the other kingdoms he was kind of a dick so he got sealed away, and then Black Man accidentally releases him when he finds uh, special black trident. That how do you how do you
0: know. accidentally release a ghost? Like why is a ghost chained to anything anyway? Are they well, to- yeah, the, the,
1: the black the black trident was basically like uh, the wish version of the one ring, where <laughs> whoever was touching it would be like tempted to like rule Landis or whatever. And Cordax uh, was definitely. Cheap version of of Sauron, where he, you know, <laughs> he was just kind of like whispering his evil malice into whoever held the title.
0: <laughs> Great value, Sauron. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> it's much. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny because uh, those. Yeah. Um... When
0: you were, hold on, before when you were telling me, kind of like the idea of black mana releasing the this ghost or whatever it kind of reminded me of the scene in the return of the king where uh Aragorn's kind of like trying to convince like the ghost army <laughs> yeah. That what that that what they basically were trying to do with that uh,
2: kind of because yeah once he does uh like get possessed uh he gets access to a lot of uh the, the, the other army's powers and stuff so i, I guess it kind of works that way Which is kind of hilarious when you look at uh, the previous Aquaman movie and all of the Lord of the Rings connections people were making to it. How they're like, oh, it's just not got Lord of the Rings. But then this one, they're just like, we're we're leaning into it even more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, And then, uh, so, so, like, kind of give me like a gist of the plot. Like if you, one of you can.
1: Oh, I, mean, I, uh, I, I, yeah. I can I can try and give my version. So I think Kyle's kind of given
0: given his take
1: on it. Go uh, for it. I mean, pretty much it it it, it 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 does start out with Aquaman is now king. Um, he's not really enjoying being king. He's questioning whether or not he wants to st- st- keep being king. Mera's um, kind of running the show, uh, which is uh, why she's kind of, she's kind of, relegated off into her corner of running Atlantis while Aquaman's doing his thing. Um, Arthur's trying to raise his kid at home. Um, and Black Manta is somewhere else in the world and he's he's searching for something i don't I don't even I don't even know if they even go into like what he's doing specifically, but he's looking for something to get back at Aquaman he's mad about what happened in the first movie Is it, a ring? So it 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 it's it's not a ring it would have been probably a little bit more honest if it was just a ring but uh he finds he finds the black trident uh he gets like this download of like all this ancient secret information from kordax uh and now doesn't need his power suit anymore. Oh, that's what it was. He was trying to—he was trying to re- rebuild his power suit because his power suit got damaged in the first movie. But he finds the Black Trident instead, and is now like knows everything about Atlantis' history. Uh, and Kordax is trying to tempt uh, Black Manta into releasing him, uh, and part of it is that Black Manta is mining some ancient material that is oh my God. Like, i forgot crazy. about that yeah it's it's like it's like quickening up global warming and making people make making it right sick. he was
2: trying to get the unobtainium yes <laughs> <laughs> but, but
1: the, the and, that, and that that's how they explain away willem Dafoe not being in the movie they say that uh willem Dafoe got this sickness and died and why
0: they killed yeah. a vocal off screen like the, one of the best most important yeah again characters.
2: he got cancer died
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: <laughs> and so yeah so arthur has
1: to go and stop black banta and is I mean, this I mean, is where to do it
0: is there a scene where aquaman's like upset like at a grave crying like i'm no. gonna avenge i'm gonna avenge this no it, it, Wait, it gets it gets there's min- no gets time min- for emotions
2: too. in this movie justin
0: like like i just imagine like aquaman's kind of like peter parker at like uncle ben's grave just like i'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that life. It, it,
1: it gets it gets mentioned in one of the uh council scenes where aquaman's nodding off and and like
0: it's just it's just it's just a there throwaway are, there's not there's not committee meetings in this fucking movie there is yeah there, there's a couple <laughs> There's a couple? They couldn't get they couldn't say what they all needed to say in the first committee meeting. Why is there city council meetings in a fucking superhero movie? Uh,
2: did did you not cause... see the Star Wars prequels, Justin? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> because Atlanta Atlanta's politics are exactly the same as the neighborhood
0: watch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman had to go to the HOA meeting.
0: <laughs> well there there's an episode of The Office where uh, Dwight has like nights of the night. Does anyone remember that?
2: <laughs> oh my yes. god!
0: Yes. Is that what this is? Is that what this committee meeting is? It's nights of the night. They're kind of like going over like crime in the area. What are they talking about at this commit? These committee? I, uh,
1: oh, I, I, th- I think one one of them was specifically addressing like Arthur wants Atlanta. To- I mean, it, it Arthur wants Atlanta to go public, and they'd say no, and then that's kind of dropped until the end of the movie.
0: Like they're trying to sell shares at like the stock. <laughs> we need to go public and sell I, I the would, shares.
1: I would definitely say this is that. That's probably one of the moments where at least I felt like uh, there was a whole other plot point that got erased from the movie. That I felt like those meetings probably were setting <laughs> up. If, if, if I'm if I'm being generous enough to the screenwriters, <clears throat> um, because they don't really go too far because they're like, hey, don't go on this mission. And Aquaman, well, he goes on the mission anyways, and that's basically what what those scenes are and it's well it's, and okay so i, I just so find that
2: entire uh like plot thread so weird because like Arthur's like we gotta go public we gotta tell the world about atlantis and it's it's just a weird idea because it's like did nobody remember what happened in the p- previous movies or at all like aquaman is a public figure like people know who aquaman is do they just not realize he's from atlantis like is he just some guy that lives at a lighthouse? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know where people think Aquaman from the Justice League came from.
0: Um. Okay. So continue. Like, I'm still like, I'm still baffled why there's fucking committee meetings. Why does yeah. Aquaman want them to go public? Like, it doesn't. That it makes no sense. Well, okay.
1: So yeah. So that, I mean, that's so that's 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 part that's part of the kind of the messy plot because part of it is because there there is that kind of like, that classic. Aquaman storyline from like the comics where Aquaman's concerned about the surface world polluting the oceans. Although yeah. the movie does seem to like waffle back and forth of whether or not the current problems they're having is due to the surface world or is it due to what Black Manta is doing because Black Manta is purposely trying to poison the waters. Um, and so he eventually decides he's going to go on this mission to, to, to stop. Black Manta, uh, but he needs to he needs to get Orm's help. Which he needs to get Orm's help because
0: Patrick Wilson's just good movie. He doesn't need Orm. He's already beaten him once. What? what I what?
2: Justin, he, when he got possessed by the ghost,
0: he got stronger. <laughs> what? He, he's is stronger I, now. Is this is this? Am I listening to an episode of The Office? Is this like when when we find out Dwight had like a twin? And it like was <laughs> absorbed. Now he had the strength of a grown man.
2: And a Justin. I hate to break it to you, but you're listening to the writings of a bunch of professionals.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that that's that's basically it. It's like, well, he's uh, black man is more powerful now, and there really isn't a whole lot of, of like. How of does he know? There. Do they fight?
0: And like, there, he- there
2: is a short fight uh, once Black Mana like kind of returns. To- uh, Aquaman shows up. He's like, "Oh, don't worry, guys, I got this." And he did not got this. He, he didn't. He didn't have it. <laughs> Gets his ass kicked, and then uh, that's when Blackman escapes with the uh, unobtainium.
1: Yeah. So he, so Aquaman Aquaman teams up. Unobtainium, though, right? I can't remember what it's called. It, it, I think it, it, Ori it's, Calcum it's, or something like that. That sounds right. <sighs> So yeah, Aquaman teams up with an octopus to save Orm from from (laughs) the skeleton prison. Why an octopus? Well, it's a cephalopod.
2: Yeah, Um, who else would you want to go on a land mission to save your brother?
1: The the explanation was is that you think you think
2: Aquaman can just call one of the Justice League members? I don't think so.
0: Did like, ex- Wonder Woman show up at this point and you hear that music? Thank that god no, she does not.
1: <laughs> I would have left
0: the, the theater if uh, it happened.
1: The explanation was that he couldn't use any comms because he was supposed to go in stealthy. And so not he needed he needed, so he, needed to, he needed to have the octopus in case he needed to send back messages to Atlantis.
0: But he could just call like the Flash or, you know, like Mara or
2: Justin, nobody's calling Ezra Miller. I hate to break it to you.
0: No, 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 Mira, not Ezra Miller.
2: Nobody's calling the Flash. <laughs> N- nobody's calling Mira. Nobody's calling Ezra Miller. We don't talk to criminals in this world.
0: <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, okay, so they go and break out. What's this What's this octopus's name? Uh, Topo.
2: What the fuck? I'm surprised you remembered oh. that.
1: Oh, I, I only remember that because it's actually Oct- o- Aquaman's pet octopus <laughs> there. We go. Okay, at least at least they gave me something. <laughs>
0: okay. Um. So they break out Orm and he's like, "Really?" I saw this from like the trailer. he's like really skinny, and then when as soon as water hits him, he just becomes like super buff. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then what happens after he gets super buff and they
1: so fight? After that, they I think, what, they hit the hitcher ride on a dolphin or the seahorse and they go the, to... They go to the Pandora, island. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And there's like <laughs> all these... Like, oh, I bro. say that, but
2: they like, they literally go to like a jungle kingdom with like giant bu- animals and bugs and stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, and by and by the way, this is this is what I was texting you, which I was texting in the movie. Don't do that, kids. <laughs> but uh, that this entire mission, Aquaman doesn't bring his trident. He's just palling around with an octopus and no weapon. It was the weirdest thing. And then all and then Mara shows up later and brings his trident to him. I think is how that happened. Uh, it was it was weird.
0: So all he has to do is have his trident, and he's victorious. And like.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so like I, I don't remember why he didn't bring the trident.
1: Why I, don't it, that, I don't
2: think it ever was explained.
1: That's like, no, because it, it was it was like a montage moment.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay. So I don't like I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. But okay. Um so the octopus breaks out with the help of Aquaman, Orm, Orm, and Aquaman go on a mission to Pandora. Mm. Because why? Why are they at? Why are they on Pandora?
1: That's where Black Manta is. Yep.
0: But I thought Black Manta was trying to like become like the king of Atlantis.
2: Hey, well, he has to get the unobtainium first, and yeah, you, you gotta go to Pandora for that. <laughs> <laughs> Justin yeah, does not like, look impressed
1: like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how it all panned out because it, I, th- I think it was something like this island was like a former mining location for it, it, it was
2: one of the original yeah. locations of the oracalcum i think once they went there they're like oh it's all mined out already they they're further along in their plans than we anticipated.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's like uh oozing green smoke into the air, uh, which is green stands for poison if you didn't yeah. know I, that. I, and
2: I don't know if we mentioned it, but the reason why the or is so important is because like using it uh rapidly increases global warming. So like he's trying to trying to basically just like ruin the environment and increase his strength by doing that.
0: Why does he become stronger? Because global warming happens.
2: Uh, because it hurts the Atlanteans, Justin. Do you not know what global warming does?
1: Yeah, they, they never quite addressed that. You know, hey, global warming is probably going to be bad for them. Too. The, there, there's just
2: a very loose thread throughout the entire movie that global warming bad. Therefore, bad guy wants to do global warming.
0: This sounds like a bad episode of Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> that would have been better than what we got. Uh, okay, so they're they're on Pandora. They he has smilex from Batman eighty nine off in the <laughs> off in the atmosphere. It's uh, negatively affects the alanians where is Orm and Aquaman during all this?
2: I'm trying to remember the the middle part of the movie definitely is a big blur to me. I, I have a hard time remembering all the details. I do remember that Black Manna has a like underwater base or something. And Randall Park is the scientist guy there that, eventually betrays him for some reason
1: oh yeah we haven't even talked about randall park's character uh right. which he's he's kind of like the scientist
2: who he, he is a scientist that's helping um black Mana find the orichalcum so but he, he's, he's, he's super quirky and funny he, he is straight up randall park as randall park in this movie he, like he, he is not playing a character he's just like himself But so, eventually he's like, you know what? I don't want to work for the bad guys anymore. So he, as soon as Aquaman and Orm show up, he like betrays uh, Black Mana and like flips sides and decides to help them out.
1: And it doesn't go anywhere because Aquaman and Orm abandon him there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, now he's back again working for Black Manta. No. Uh, Wait, so what? Hold up. So he decides he's going to join. With the good guys, and then they they f- do something together, and then he then Aquaman and Orm forget him, and he goes, "Oh fuck them!" And He's back working for Black Mana.
1: Well, he he, he uh, yeah, I mean, well, he he doesn't he, it's, he doesn't quite go fuck them because he just gets left behind, and, but he's still trying to like send messages to Aquaman and stuff. But it was never really addressed, like, "Oh, like I'm switching sides," and then really nothing happens with that, other than Randall Park doesn't shoot them. And next thing you know, Aquaman and Orm are leaving the island and they don't have Randall Park. And Randall Park just continues to hate working for Black
2: Manta. Like, I think it was supposed to be a joke that, like, oh, he's such a lame person that nobody wants to actually bother with him. So he kind of just latches on to whoever he's with.
0: Why is it always, like, the scientists are, like, quirky and meek and stupid
2: well justin it takes effort to not do a stereotype
0: <laughs> um okay so get me to the end of this shit show so so how what does orm betray aquaman at some point i hope
2: no they're they're
0: just kind of like
2: buddies you know the, the bros the whole time there, there's not really any conflict between them
1: yeah, he he has he has a moments of temptation. Uh, well, I guess kind of getting to that point.
0: Uh, what do you mean sensation? Like, it's like- a temptation? Where uh, oh, temptation? I thought you were to- where- about to become a
1: porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's benefits to that too. But um, Aquaman and Orm get together with like the Brian King, King Nereus, uh Mera, uh, Queen Atlanta, and they. They go and they're basically kind of a storm the castle moment, where okay, oh, Black Manta kidnaps Arthur's Arthur's baby. Oh Jesus
2: Christ! Oh, that that was a thing. He he needed uh he needed blood. He needed blood bloodline of, from the royal family to yeah. activate. The was it the trident or something? Yeah,
1: basi- yeah basically to to free Cordax um, to re reanimate Cordax or whatever the case is. That's right. Yeah. And so he kidnaps the baby, and he's like being really slow about getting this baby's blood for some reason. Uh, you know, give Aquaman. Some it's very to difficult death, to harm a baby. Yeah, and Randall Park steals the baby from Black Manta somehow and hides the baby like behind a rock. And Black Manta, <laughs> Black Manta's super pissed off and throws stuff around. And Aquaman shows up. Him and Black Manta fight for like thirty seconds and uh cordax ends up getting animated because i think i I can't remember whose blood it was but black man ends up getting the blood and i think he hurts arthur i think think he's arthur's blood and so cordax is coming out coming coming out of this uh place where he's been frozen uh by by ancient magic
2: he he looks like a Kind of generic zombie, you know, there's yeah. nothing too special about him.
0: And so he looks like a Dementor?
2: No, less cool than that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, or so Orm, Orm grabs the black trident and Cordax is trying to like tempt Orm to turn to the dark side.
2: Join Aquaman, the dark side. Together we can rule the galaxy.
1: Pretty much. And Aquaman also grabs the black trident and then like. Cordax like switching back and forth between the two of them, trying to tempt them to go after each other and like rule over the world. And Aquaman solves the problem through brotherly love. And they end up throwing the dark trident at Cordax. Cordax catches it. Or Black Mana catches it and, and then Arthur throws his trident at that trident. Yeah. And that trident shatters. And that's how they win. Um it, it, that then, was the most
2: mind blowing Kord- thing. I mean, it's like. Oh yeah, the bad guy—he like he 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 can catch the trident. He you know he's he's fast enough, strong enough to catch a trident, but he can't catch the second trident, <laughs> even though he clearly sees that happening. He he sees the wind up and the throw. Like he he could have prepared for it. He, he just doesn't react.
0: So this movie ends with another shattering of a trident, and a-
1: yeah, well I mean there 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 is the whole uh, UN. Scene uh, <laughs> the, with all all of all of Atlantis rising up in New York Harbor, and for some, I don't know how they all got there, but uh, and then Aquaman giving a speech to the UN then, and then uh, dropping the mic
0: speech to the UN and like Superman for the quest for peace.
1: That was uh yeah I mean at at least Superman was trying to like do something productive in that scene. Uh, but it it ends with Jason Momoa saying, uh, "I'm Aquaman," and he I am Aquaman. He drops it like he... it
2: is literally the ending of the first Iron Man movie. No.
0: With,
1: with, with an actual mic drop this time, though.
0: <laughs> he does not mic drop at the yes, he, he mic drops. Holy shit!
2: <laughs> and then of course, and so, and then of course, a... it, you know we couldn't just end it there. We had to do the the mid credit scene where Orm is, ex well. For some reason, despite the fact that this whole movie was like Orm and Arthur like coming to grips and like learning to be- become a family again, Arthur decides to banish Orm at the end of the movie a- as as his reward.
1: What? Yeah, he he's, he he basically tells Orm, "Hey, we're going to tell the rest of Atlantis that you died on that yeah. island." Yeah, he, he can't so forgive can go- his brother.
2: He's like, "I'm just going to banish you, so you can never return home. That's your reward." You know, th- thanks for being a dick, Aquaman. <laughs> you you go through this whole adventure with your brother, and then you're like, okay, we're not going to send you back to prison. You're you're just banished now, because <laughs> you know that's that's your. I
0: can't just be free.
1: can't do that. You can go. You can go eat cheeseburgers. Yep. So like so, there's there's this kind of almost running gag hey. at one point with her on Pandora, where Aquaman's trying to tell him all the good food that's on on. on Earth and stuff, and he uh, Aquaman finds a cockroach and says, "People on the surface eat this all the time." And he hands him the cockroach, and Orm eats it and acts like it's really good. And then, so yeah, the the post credit scene is Orm putting a cockroach on a cheeseburger.
0: Yep. Comedy. (laughs) My head hurts like legit. It fucking hurts. I'm not joking.
2: Yeah, so Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom is not a very coherent film by, by any means. It's a lot of uh throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks.
0: So that's how they that's how they that's how they end the DCEUs with the last shot is with meeting a cockroach cheeseburger, yep. Damn that's, it, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Snyder! I just want them to release the wand cut. Oh God! <laughs> Hashtag release the wand cut. If not, we won't watch any any other DC movies. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Don't don't threaten them with a good time now. <laughs> oh my God! What did what, no? Why do you, like, they couldn't, like, I thought, like, you're going to tell me, like, all right, Orm, like, betrays Aquaman at the end, like, Magneto does. It no, everything. like, that, that is the strangest thing, because you think
2: something like that would be, oh, you know, that'd ramp up the, the drama and the tension and make the stakes feel even more impossible for Aquaman. But it's like, no, uh, there's never really any conflict between the two of them, except when he first gets out of the prison and he they're kind of like, oh, I don't know it's how this is going to work out. So so you know, for the majority of the movie they're they're kind of on the same
0: page basically Aquaman's like hey thanks for playing see you later like no yeah. Yeah. participation award, nothing no he, he's like hey thanks for saving the world of me
2: we're gonna we're gonna reduce your your sentence in prison to just banishment you know it's it's less severe now
1: oh and I well I, and I I just remembered was probably one of it was probably legitimately one of the better scenes of the movie uh after after Aquaman and Topo save Orm. Uh, Orm convinces Aquaman that they need to go to like this underground, or well, underwater city, uh, like, which uh, is basically like this place where like all these criminals and pirates they they go and hang out uh, to get information on on where Black Manta actually is. And so they go to this place. They end up chained up to this like floating rock that's like floating down. And there's like there's almost like a Star Wars cantina moment where like all these fish are singing music songs and stuff. Yeah. And then they 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 end up where with this kind of like ugly looking fish called named Kingfish, played by Martin Short. And he's got like this this bubble on his head. Uh, and he's not really being cooperative. And so Aquaman basically smashes smashes the bubble and suffocates him, uh tortures him to the point where he gives them the information of where uh black manta is it's a really really wild scene and it, it does have some actual cool action in this moment but it's a it's there's a lot going on
0: <laughs> i forgot about, about the
2: entire cantina scene how would you say i i forgot they went to the the cantina and did all that that just like completely got erased from my memory
0: so what happened to black mana then
1: oh uh, he, he dies yeah yeah <laughs> what it's not yeah, it's not, he, like, it's not fall, important just no worry about it <laughs> he like falls in a hole aquaman reaches out his hand to save him black mana says no and just falls in the hole
0: So it's like Gollum at the end of Return of the King. He falls He really me, wanted
2: the precious black trident, but it didn't work out. It,
1: it actually reminded me a lot of the end of Last Crusade, where yeah. it's just like, "I'm not going to reach. I'm just going to fall."
2: it's oh, such a shame. Too, like, too, like, like,
1: I, like, imagine I, if Indiana Indiana Jones decided, "I really just want the cup. I don't want to go with my dad. I'm just going to fall down." That's how that. That's how this ends.
2: Uh, <laughs> And it's such a shame too, because I I really liked Black Man in this movie. Like he was actually pretty intimidating. I thought he was like a really good foil for Aquaman and the other Lanians, and then they just kind of just kind of dropped the ball with his character by the end. They're like, yeah, dropped the
0: ball the whole movie. He yeah. looked cool.
1: Like he looked legitimately cool. His powers, his powers looked cool. Uh, his action scenes were really, re- re- really good. Um, I, you know, the dialogue aside, I I, I did like. Um, his character, I like yeah, yeah in the in that role. Um, so yeah, it it is kind of just like a huge missed opportunity, I yeah. think. I, I feel really like
2: the uh, trying to shoehorn in this plot of like the other king and him, him making him possess him was such a miss of the mark. You could have just had Black Man to come back for revenge, and, and I think you could have built an entire movie around that. I don't think you needed all this extra nonsense and fluff that just kind of convoluted everything.
1: I agree, one hundred percent. They 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 wanted to address that lost kingdom thing from the first movie so bad that they just missed a good plot point. Yeah, Black Man just pissed off at Aquaman. That's really all you need
2: yeah. to know. It's like there have been so many masterpiece films made that are just revenge tales, right? Like mm-hmm. We we could have just had Black Man to come back for revenge. That would have been fine.
0: Oh my God! So out of like out of like like if you were to grade this movie A to F.
2: Where Kyle, where do you grade this? C. Like I don't think it was a complete waste of my time, but it's only just barely a passing grade. Like it's not one I'm proud of. It's not one I I, know, I would I would talk to other people about. I'm just like, yeah, it's it is what it is. Isn't that closer to a D plus than than a C? I'm I'm a stick with C
0: drew
1: Um, i would give it a d plus if it weren't for uh patrick wilson patrick wilson for me raises it up to about a c minus uh because i i just enjoyed him so much in this movie um he he saved it from being a complete waste so uh yeah i'll I'll go with the c minus and that's coming and that's coming from someone who's a huge aquaman fan I, i i love the character i love the books i love the first movie. Uh so I think for me to say it to see a minus is not great.
0: Holy shit, this movie sounds horrible. I gotta go see it now. Well <laughs> when it when it's streamed for free, that's when I will do that. <laughs> uh,
2: saying, Justin's like, I'm gonna go watch Oppenheimer for the 20th time, all
0: right. I mean, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> um so with this being said, are we excited that the DCU has finally come to an end? They
2: they should have put this in the rest a couple years ago. To be honest,
0: what do you mean? Put what things to rest?
2: It, it, it it's just been limping along like a sick, injured animal for the past couple years. I, I'm gonna say it. I feel like with uh, around the time of Zack Snyder's Justice League, that that should have been the end. We should have just been there "All right, we're done. Close the books." Let's uh, save our money, save our resources, and just work towards Reboot.
0: Speaking of Reboot, um, some interesting news that has been, and this will probably be the lesson that we talk about on this episode. um, Some interesting news has kind of been uh, slowly finding its way out that james gunn was actually going to kind of like allow the director of supergirl to like kind of like cast supergirl but apparently now james gunn is actively in the casting process of uh a supergirl character and they have three actresses um three actresses going to screen test here in the next month or two and then they're it sounds like Supergirl may show up in Superman legacy, which I thought like that would make sense. I don't know why that was not like in the original plans in the first place. Um, but let me, let me read you this list. Cause it's no, it's no one I really know of. So you have three, um, you have Millie, uh, uh, Alcock, uh 23, who played a young, uh, Targaryen in the house of the dragon. You have Amelia Jones, best known for her foreign role in the Oscar winning Coda, also stars in Netflix's Lock and Key. She's 21. And then you have Meg Donnelly, uh, age 23, less known than the other two, perhaps, but has appeared in Disney's zombie series, The Winchesters, and High School, High School Musical. She has already voiced Supergirl in two different animated projects in the last year or so. To me, like, when i'm when i'm we're looking at these characters or these actresses and we see you know kind of like the um uh the the comic book still uh frame that uh james gunn used to kind of like hey we're gonna be using uh you know Supergirl the Supergirl from what who was the who was who that comic book writer tom king yeah so it looks like Meg Donnelly looks exactly like that. So I'm, I'm for as of right now, like or or Millie Alcock, like those two. It'll be interesting to kind of like see. You got you got three Millie Alcock, you got Amelia Jones, you got Meg Donnelly. I'm like fascinated that they're they're already ca- trying to cast Supergirl. I thought they're going to wait a little bit longer because I I know they have like I, I think they have like a pitch and maybe like a treatment. I don't think they have a script maybe i'm wrong and they don't have a director so what are y'all's thoughts like i don't know if you need any time to kind of look up who these actresses are um, in regards to james gunn kind of like you know rolling up his sleeves and getting involved in the casting process for supergirl and then my other question is should james gunn have uh, carte blanche over all casting going forward like this do you think he should really pull a Kevin Feige and really have input and say, or should he allow those to be the directors of those films? So whoever wants to go first.
2: It's there's not a clear-cut answer to this. Like on one hand, I, I would sympathize with the directors. You know, they, they should have some control over how their how their own products turn out, but at the same time, James Gunn has a proven track record. He he's done pretty good in the realm of casting in the past, and I don't think having a single head at the you know the top overseer everything is necessarily a bad thing.
0: So, like him being the CEO, you mean? Of yeah.
2: Well, like I'm I'm kind of in favor of that, but it's not like a easy like yeah this is how it should be kind of kind of scenario. Like I I just think all things considered, like the. The current state of affairs I, I think it's probably for the best
0: and of those three kyle do you have a pick or just kind of like i don't know any of their work, so I just whatever happens, happens?
2: I, I i don't have much of a preference at this point I, I i will trust james gunn to pick who he thinks is best for the job
0: uh drew same question to you um
1: yeah I, i'm not familiar with any of these actresses so i don't really have a preference one way or the other on them um, I do think that uh, if Gunn's going to run this universe, I think he probably should have a say in in, in the casting or be actively involved. Uh, I guess the big question is: I mean, if she's going to if she's going to end up appearing in Legacy, then it's definitely his his role to cast. Um, but I, I I do feel like if if these mo- if if, if let's let, let's say Batman uh, Brave and the Bold. Uh, he shouldn't just cast that role before this director in place. Uh,
0: there is a director in place, right? Like Andy Muschietti, well, allegedly going to direct. Right. that. I don't <laughs> think that's
1: Yeah, but uh, but you know my I, you know my point point is that if they're going to appear in a James Gunn movie, James Gunn should cast it. Um,
0: well, they're all James Gunn movies, right? He's producing every one of these, right? Well,
1: Right, so I mean, and in, in, in that in that sense, he probably will have a role in casting all all the characters one way or the other. But um, I'm personally a little skeptical. Of most of these movies are going to end up happening. I think probably uh, Woman of Tomorrow is is probably the biggest guaranteed, just based on uh, some of the stuff has been been rolling out as far as the right It sounds like the script is pretty far along, if not done at this point. Or what? Um, legacy or what? Uh, for 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 Girl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow. Um and because that, that was that was one of the first ones that was announced that they had a writer and uh that started processes process you know, the process of it. Um uh, baby swamp thing is closer than the movie does either. But um yeah, I mean it's as 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 far as all that goes, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how how good of a screenwriter Tom King is. I have the slightest idea how it's gonna turn out.
0: Well, like, I have a love-hate relationship with Tom King. Whenever, whenever he does, like, anything big, like Batman, I think he did Superman, too, right?
1: He, he, he's he's done some Superman things, but not, he's never done, like, a, a, a big run on Superman.
0: Yeah. Like, I would, like at first, I was like, alright, this isn't bad. Like, this isn't bad Batman, but, like, it just seems like the... Whenever, whenever it comes to, like, those characters that have more impact and culture, he kind of, like, whiffs when it comes to like i'm not a big fan of tom king in regards to his batman run um
2: and a lot of his like crossover stuff has also been very hit or miss
0: and so like i like i'm sure he's better a better writer than you know the I I don't I don't care for Christina Hodson. She did the Birds of Prey. She did, she wrote the Flash. She wrote like a bunch of like other DC films, I think. Right? Like she had her yeah, hand. They, they,
1: they gave her a lot, and she wrote Batgirl too. I think.
0: Right, right, right,
1: right. They they gave her a lot right off the bat without ever actually seeing anything.
0: Right. Before um, yeah. she wrote the Transformers movie. If I'm if I'm like the Bond movie movie, right? Yeah, yeah and like i just don't like i don't like i'm kind of curious is that going to be this is this going to be the dcu like superman legacy has to be a i me and drew kind of like go back and forth on this all the time like i just want the movie to be well received and loved like if it has like a batman begins like effect to two or does it make a ton of money and then like all right we have like a really good foundational film like batman begins it made its money back it didn't make a ton of money back but you know it's universally loved by both critics and fans like this is superman going forward it doesn't have any like it doesn't have the brandon ralph effect it doesn't have the henry capill effect not saying that brandon ralph's you know but let's be honest there was some backlash to both superman returns and man of steel regardless what you what your feelings towards that movie those movies are
1: but that's why it's so important to keep this movie's budget in check for Gun. Um,
0: I, think, I think 150. I think 150 is reasonable.
1: I I, I I would I would lean on the side of that being too high. Oh, on well, the high. Well, it's on the high end of reasonable. I'll put it that way. I just um, like I just
0: don't know any I like I, with with all these people like just the just the casting. You know the cat. You know like just everyone cast let that's, that's probably like 35 40 million in the budget as is right now you plus you have james Gunn's fee plus you have like like everyone else they have to pay sets and all that stuff and i think like 150 185 would be nice like anything anything north of 200 i'll have an issue with because then you start getting into like it's they're going to do they they're going to do 200 million just for marketing so it's got to make 400 million Just to break even, then it's you know, then they gotta go, you know, like I just think 185, 150, 185 is like right, you know, it just has to be universally loved. Like it has to have like like walking out of Batman begins. Like I felt like, holy shit, I can't wait for this next movie. That I don't know if we're gonna get. But like, cause like they did the they did the card flip of the Joker, like I really loved. I, like, I still think Batman Begins might be this, like, it's the best Batman movie of that trilogy, but I don't think it's the best film in that trilogy, if that makes sense. But just, like, walking away and kind of, like, reestablishes the character, it kind of, like, kind of, like, it kind of, like, ages up the character a little bit, too. Like, it kind of, like, fills in some gaps and everything with his origin. They do a really good job. It's such an easy walk, watch. Like it's, it's, you, you sit down and you watch it like at any point and you're just captivated. It's one of those films that whenever it's on TV or whatever, like you, unless you're watching like a game or something, you're going to watch it. Right. It's one of those types of films. Man of Steel is that for a little bit until like the ending Superman returns. Like it's really fucking boring. It's kind of like Brian Singer, you know, you know, probably cracked out of his mind type of a situation. So a passion project for him.
1: Superman Returns has the best individual shots of any movie that I do not like.
0: What do you mean by that? That's true.
1: There there are some moments in that movie that if it just freeze frame it, like it's perfect Superman, like him save, saving the 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 airplane, picking up the car, um
0: like oh so like so when I, when so one of my favorite shots in that movie is when he flies up and he's like like the the sun's like in the background of him and right. it, um it just like I said, like that, the, like this movie has to be un. Like, if it's not, if it's not universally loved, uh, shut the shut this universe down too. Fuck it, scrap everything. So, um, I don't know. Like, that, those are just my thoughts on it. Does anyone want to share anything else? Like, like I know we kind of started talking about you know the casting of Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which I'm like really like. I'm like I'm just excited because it finally feels like they have like. They have things in place where, you know, like, because me and Kyle, would, me and Kyle and Tamron said, like, we just want this shit to make sense. <laughs> like, we would say that all the time. We just want this shit to make sense. What's the plan going forward? How are they going to, you know, address these issues? You know, like, is there an actual plan? Or are they just kind of like, you know, are they kind of like driving the train without any train tracks? Or as it looks like, it looks like they're with james gunn they actually have a roadmap they're going to you know use animation creature commandos they're going to use uh tv live action films games it sounds like it sounds like they're gonna they're going with it yeah that's
2: my thing about this james gunn era of dc is where i i feel like there is there is a vision like i feel like james gunn has an idea of like what he wants to do in the next 10 years or so especially with everything being connected the way you just mentioned uh, my biggest problem with like DC films over the past decade or so has been like they try to set up a plan, but every time a movie even mildly underperforms, they just like shift courses dramatically, and then it derails everything. So I, I just hope that's that's not what we're going to be getting in this new era.
0: Yes, it's like all right. So we have we have a good movie, or we had a movie that made money. All right, let, let's uh, like so like the who Suicide Squad situation all right so let's get jeff johns in the mix jeff johns rewrites wonder woman um i mean even patty jenkins on the red carpet said you know jeff johns basically saved this movie they put him in charge and then they they have he has disagreements with like superman and you know the justice league fiasco so like i think like the best part of the dceu was actually when jeff was in charge you know you got wonder woman you had shazam those were the two best movies and then aquaman as well and then like oh justice league fuck you you're gone so uh but like house is like just having a plan going forward gives me a little bit of hope um I so far like that he's been nailing the casting like there hasn't been like a cast that's been announced so I'm just like, really? Couldn't you find someone better? Like, even like the Nathan Fillion casting, I was like, all right, like, that's fun. I like that idea. Like, that's an interesting kind of like, you're bringing in one of the lanterns. That's not like the, like Hal or Jon Stewart, but you have, like, and it sounds like he's not just going to be in there to kind of like be there for just like a hot second. You know, there, he's not going to be there eating shawarma at the end of the movie. You know, like there's an opportunity, so I don't know. Like, Drew, anything before we call this episode two or nine, uh, Dunzo? Yeah, I mean, I, I would
1: I would agree with what you said about if, if this if this one flops or fails in any way, I, I think it'd probably be best just to pull the plug on the universe entirely, right? Um, or, you know, and that, and that, and that depends on what kind of failure it is. I, I think if, if if it does end up being an an overinflated budget and it Makes three hundred million worldwide. I, I I think that's on the studio at that point. What if the what if the critics and the fans love it? They'd if the critics cool. and the fans, if the critics and the fans love it, uh, then I, I I think there's hope. <laughs> there's definitely hope at, at that point. Um, I I just hope that they don't. My my biggest fear is that they're just going to pump all the money into this thing, and make it impossible. I don't think so. that's my
0: personal opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I I just I have just been burned too many times by DC's track record with this sort of thing. <laughs> um, and uh, but on on the on the flip side that, I have a lot of faith in James Gunn. Um, even those movies that I don't like, I can appreciate and uh, have have, it, have you know understand why people do like them. Um, and I don't I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to mistreat the character of Superman in any way. Uh, so I'm 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 excited for I'm excited to see a James Gunn Superman movie, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that that probably supersedes my excitement to see a James Gunn DC universe. Um, so at this point, I'm just hoping Legacy is good and it's well liked, and then uh, if the, we get a universe out of it, bonus. If we don't, well, at least we'll have a James Gunn Superman movie. So um, that's where I'm at with it.
0: I'm trying to like get like frame this question that. Would would make sense because you bring something up, you know, about James Gunn. Um, would you would you rather have James running this running the show now, or would you like just like a continuation of Zack Snyder?
1: I was not a fan of anything I heard about Zack Snyder's plans for JL two and three.
0: I agree, one hundred percent.
1: So as much as I fought and screamed from the highest mountain, how much I loved. Uh, where things were going with Man of Steel, BVS, and even uh, up until Justice League came out, that, those movies had their problems. But I, I like the stories, I like the ideas. Uh-huh. Um, where I where I've heard things were going, it does not sound something that would be for me.
0: Um, so very niche. Like I always felt like Zack Snyder's movies were very for like niche fans.
1: Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, I'm, 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 at 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 this point in time, I'm, I'm fine taking all of these DCU characters, burying them somewhere deep underneath Atlantis and leaving them there.
0: Um, I'm trying to think, anything else that we need to talk? Do you think, do you think that the, this last year, you know, this last year, like the box, box office, you had Flash, Blue Beetle, uh, shazam and then aquaman 2 do you think do you think that can can potentially hurt superman legacy or do you think joker 2 coming out next year might be a nice palette cleanser even though like i hear that movie's like really good but the it's really muse like there's a lot more music in it than people think
1: I am I'm I am worried um about the general audience's ability to to, to get back into the superhero universe because they're because it's not just DC movies suffering at the box office this year. A lot, a lot of the Marvel stuff did too, with the exception of Spider-Man and uh yeah and Guardians. Um
0: that Madden Web, cool. Web movie looks like shit
1: too. So, <laughs> uh, so I I I I I think the golden age of superhero superhero movies where oh if it's a superhero I'm going to go see it. I think I think that's long behind us.
2: Yeah, the so, superhero fatigue is is very much set in for general audiences at this point.
1: The yeah, so Superman legacy is going to need to be special. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Um, anything else that we need to talk about there, uh, Kyle or Drew? Before we call it call episode two hundred nine put to bed. I know.
2: I think we're uh, we're sitting in a relatively good spot at the moment.
0: Yeah. Go go
1: enjoy a cockroach burger and uh, have a good weekend.
0: <laughs> well, with that being said, that's it for episode two hundred nine. Make sure that you are doing anything and everything that you can to support this podcast by going to our social media pages on X or uh, Facebook. Uh, you can find us on. Uh, x action on bat you can go to our facebook page the shannon on batman podcast support us through those ways comment like retweet repost um or share on your social medias when we drop this episode so if you want to find kyle on x what the heck is an x i don't know what that is (laughs) well your youtube channel
2: uh, yeah, I, I, I do uh, YouTube videos. I stream on YouTube. Uh, so if you guys want to check out some of the media that I, I've been participating in, you can head over there. I do reviews and stuff like that.
0: And then I think, Drew, you're completely off, X, right? For the most part,
1: yeah. Because every, every once in a while, I'll, I'll pop back in just to see the chaos. But then I'm not really on there anymore.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like I, My account is still technically open. But every time I log in and look at it, I'm just like, I'm nope out after like 30 seconds. I'm like, nope, I, I can't do it. <laughs>
0: I can't wait. I can't wait for the Justice League Suicide Squad game
2: because I hope that's such a
0: shit show. And like you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have. Oh my god, it's like the best thing ever. And then like the other side's like, no, it's shit. Like I can't wait. I can't. I, wait. I, I
2: have already seen some of that. Like I, most outlets that have actually gotten a, a an impression of the game have said it's not very good. But there's there's of course people online they're just like, oh, they're just being haters, you know, they don't know what they're talking about, even though they're paid
0: professionals. Love <laughs> it. Can't wait. Can't uh, wait. Sign me up for that. All right, that's gonna be it for two oh nine. Thank you.